0: greetings everybody. It's Shana coming at you with episode four of the Only One. Can you believe it's episode four already? Really excited to have on the show today Ryan Lindsay, Amber J. Phillips, and Lauren Brown. Three sharp, beautiful, brilliant black women with great insights on what it's like to be the only one. I'm excited for you to hear it. Here we go.
1: summer, I lived with, I was the only black person living with eight other women, young women, um, and the minimum age difference was four years, up to six. So I was the only one in a lot of ways. Um, Were you older or younger than most? Older. I was 26, and everyone was in between 18 and 22. So in some ways, I was sort of like the house mom, sort of like the cool auntie. Um, But I also was the only black person, and so when the stuff came up with Charlena Lyles uh, and there was a Muslim woman who had been murdered, um, I felt like I was the only one feeling that, and that was really hard because it's not, I didn't necessarily like physically feel invisible, but I felt like what I was feeling was invisible because, in a lot of ways, those type of things aren't on other people's uh, radar. So then you're like, is anyone hurting? Is anyone even aware of this? Um, So that was a really tough situation. And then to be in a community for my internship where it was mainly like the average age was probably like 65 old white folks. And to be constantly stared at all the time, um, that was really hard because it's just uncomfortable. And then you start, you know, averting your gaze and then having to readjust going back to a society that's a little bit more diverse. You're just like, why am I looking away when I'm walking down the street? Or, like, you know, why do I have my head down? Or why do I reach for my phone uh, when you're just constantly being looked at? Like, that gaze is really penetrating. What do you do in the wake of these feelings to care for yourself? Um, I remember, I mean, I think I just let myself cry that day. Um, I'm not a cry on cue type of person, but I just let it happen. Um, so, oddly enough, like journal journaling can be a form of self care, but then also I run in the other direction because it can also be not trauma inducing, but you, it's a very raw act yeah. and it brings forth a lot of raw emotions. So, that was sometimes I shy away from it. Sometimes um, your cup can runneth over. I'm Amber J. Phillips.
0: Okay, Amber. <laughs> so, have you ever
2: been in a situation where you felt like you were the only one? Um. Yes. Always, especially as a black woman from Ohio, who grew up poor, who is also fat and dark-skinned. Um, I think there's a lot of things that tell us that, and also all these things—racism, uh, sexism—are um, very lonely, lonely experiences. So um, until you start talking about what your experience is, uh, yeah, you feel absolutely like the only one. Yeah.
3: So I want to
0: explore a little bit about what that um, experience of being the only one ethnically, in situations has been like for
2: you. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and you gave me so many other touch points. You mm-hmm. gave me a lot of other touch points. <laughs> um, but probably the one that I will harp on Tomorrow okay. will be um, black woman, white worlds. Yes. But you talked about your weight. You talked about, Sounds your about white. color. Sounds about white. So, do you, does any particular instance
2: come to mind with being the only one ethnically? And how was that for you? So, um, so I went to a women's college and it was a predominantly, it was predominantly white and it was in Pittsburgh. And I think that was, one, it was the first time I was away from home in, like, a real way. And that experience, the thing that's... Double time is that we're also... Black girls are also taught to be, like, work twice as hard, right? We saw that speech on Scandal with Olivia Pope. So I think when I got to college with it, I felt lonely. Like, when I sat down with myself, I felt very lonely. But I also saw it as an opportunity to prove myself. Um, And I think then it was definitely approving myself to prove my worth, to prove that I should be here, why you should give me scholarships, why I deserve opportunities. And I think now that I'm older... Um, and getting to my 30s um, being the only one is a different kind of blessing where um, it's an opportunity to share myself with other people so that we can find each other so that we're not alone and it's not necessarily breaking myself down to be the best but breaking myself down to be my most honest authentic self and to be able to freely share that so Uh, what does it mean to you to be the only one Lauren
3: um at my, my first full-time job at Turner Classic Movies, I was, for a long time, about a year, the only black person on my floor, which is about, like, 60 people.
0: That's in Atlanta, correct? Yes. The home in Atlanta, of black people. Atlanta, Georgia. Where people happen the to be black Negroes. Mecca.
3: Yes. Like, <laughs> that is where we are all from. Okay. <laughs> right. It is the belly button. <laughs> yeah. And so, so it was... You know, and I worked at a network that was dedicated to a very white, old business, so, like, sure. But um, it was. It no, no, no. No, it's. Is this me, Andrea? No. No. I will introduce you. Okay. So. Dedicated to very white, Yeah. But it was just like. And I think I had a kind of idealistic version of that situation because everyone I was with was very nice to me and really believed in me so it wasn't like I was also fighting people like you know not wanting me to be there or like thinking that I wasn't smart they knew I was smart um they, they believed in me and wanted me to speak up. But it was just very tiring to always be the one speaking up, to always be the one saying, well, like, have we thought about it a different way? Like, what if we didn't go at it that angle that we've been doing for 20 years? Like," And I was also the youngest person in the office, so it was a lot of stress. But then, um, by the time I left, I was there for two years, um, I left and it went from me being one person on my floor to there are now... Five oh. five left. So while I was there, many other black people were hired for various positions. Um and it's just so wonderful and when, when we were all working together all of us were so happy to, to be there and to see each other being there and like working on our perspectives and working on strategically like figuring out how to support each other and like what our different interests were and like figuring out how to connect each other to different people so that we could accomplish what we wanted. So it's just I, I saw I saw both sides. So it's like something that I thought about a lot because my first year there it was like I'm the only that was the only one. Come on, girl. Yes. It was it was it was rough. I was the only one and like I like didn't want to get fired.
0: And there's that people have bills. Right here. <laughs>
3: bills? Yes? Yeah. Yeah. was I like this them? is a like good job. I don't yep. want to get fired, but also like stop stop grown like I there was situations where I was stopping like grown men white men in a room who were used to being they would just them be like hanging out and they were like making fun of the um one of their Asian co-part like one of our Asian co-workers they would like say something that he said and like do like mimic his accent and I was like what are you doing why would you do that? It's 2017. I know. I was like, y'all. And they were like, what? And I was like, just no. like, don't. wholesale. There's no. no reason for that. There's no reason for it. Well, there's yeah. a
0: reason. You just shouldn't. You probably don't want to be associated with that. Yeah, reason.
3: just like, ew. So it was yeah. like stuff like that where I was like, why am I like 22 trying to convince a room full of 40-year-old white men that they like shouldn't be racist? Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah. That sums so. it up. Yes. Okay, I love this. So that's where we're headed. Movie. Yes. We will have a few minutes to get that out. Yeah. And they're cool.
3: Say it again for me. Just
0: make... Like, <laughs> I <cut laughs> they're, <it off. laughs>
3: they're nice people. Like, they are nice, and they still support me and want me to do well. But just, like, some of the things that they do and think are acceptable. It's like, what? <laughs> And it's, yeah. it's like that double thing where it's like I have to say, like, you are nice and kind to me and, like, will help me if I ever ask you for help. But also you have a lot of very strange beliefs that I might encounter when just, like, saying hello to you. Hi. Wait, <laughs> wait racism, <laughs> what? Whoa. Cool. Wow, I didn't put on my shield today. Yeah. Yeah. didn't yes. have on my racism screen. Right.
0: <laughs> UBF. you got racism. First. A thousand. Right? Or SPF. I said
3: UBF. Yeah. Yeah. So just that. It's fine. But I'm happy to talk to you about it. I-
0: uh, these sort of stories, where we talk about the black female experience and the ways that we have to encounter and break down systems of racism, and yeah. how it shouldn't be our job, but guess what, we get to do yeah. every day.
3: And then, like the thing that I always say is like, I'm hap- like I'm happy to be in the room and be at the table, but I can so much. It's exhausting. It's exhausting and it's tiring and I want to keep my job. And your sanity. Yes. And your health. Yes. And you just don't understand how much more rich your experience will be if it's not just one. If you have three. Like that's oh, yeah. an... Ex- like there you go. The that's same way you guys created this congeniality. We gotta get kids it in power. Like, Share. Together. In numbers. I just... You're rubbing your face, girl. I'm I know. <laughs> I know. Makes you itch. I know. It's wrong. But that's wrong. I mean, I think that's a great question. I think it's a great idea. For a podcast. I appreciate the. Because uh, it it's across industries too. I'm sure. I'm sure that someone's experience in like tech or something is so different and so wildly. You could ask this question of a fourth grader, and
0: oh, she's right. Writing- it's making my All neck single. But right? But you can legit and she's gonna be like, girl, the same way that you know what I mean? I know. I know. The fame. I know. But it, it's every industry. It's every black
3: woman's... Yeah. And it's school, too. Exper- yes. school, too. Yes. My, um, my youngest sister just started college. And it's... Well, both of them. So when I went to college, I, like, became an angrier... Are we, are we still doing this? Just, okay. Is that okay? Yeah, of okay. course. Um, when I went to college, I became an angrier person. And, like, I came back and talked to my sisters. And they're like, Lauren, you're so militant. What happens? And I'm like, Ouch. you guys will get it. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you'll <laughs> understand. You'll go to a predominantly white institution. And things will change. And lo and behold, they both did. And they would call me up, and they'd be like, "Lauren, <laughs> this person just said to me." <laughs> and they had they had worse experiences because they, I mean, they went to even whiter schools. And so my my sister would call me up, and there oh, there was one time where I was out partying. It was like Halloween, and she called me, so I was drunk, but I was like kneeling outside. I, I was I, it, well for her. It was it just happened to be Halloween that mm-hmm. someone. Some boy did some kind of some version of "you're cute for a black girl," like, and it was it was a a series of things that it ended with some boy saying who was obviously like attracted to her, but was like in the most racist way, yeah, in the most racist way, way. like in the in the most basic way was attracted to her, but then was it was filtered through so much racism that it came out as. For a black girl, or I would never be with a black girl, or some, yeah. some kind of nonsense, mm-hmm. right? So she calls me. So I'm like drunk, and I'm like kneeling on the floor outside of a club where I've just seen <laughs> many versions of a um, a like a a prisoner and a cop with interracial couples and let me black guess, male black prisoner, white female cop, cop. Mm. and I was like, why? That's all. What? <laughs> So Whenever I'm, I'm drunk, I've already fought three people. But look, you're drunk,
0: but not drunk enough to not
3: see the crazy in them. Oh no, I see I'm see. I'm more ready to fight. Also getting at the black woman experience, yeah. right? So I'm like kneeling outside of a club, having experienced that. My sister is calling me, her like first college experiences with like feeling hurt and alone and ugly, and I'm like, fuck all of them, like nobody can tell you what you're not, it doesn't matter. I think you're beautiful and the most important <laughs> and it's just things like that where it's like and so she's she was like 18 and you know and I knew it was gonna happen and all I was like all I could say was like this has happened to you and it's happened to me and it's happened to every other black girl at that school and it's happened to every other black girl who has lived and <laughs> uh, I mean get ready for it tomorrow yeah it can like happen again just like leave and like go drink some water Get some sleep. buy a nice phone I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's like things like that. So it's everywhere. Sad faced and seen. <laughs> right. But yeah, for real, like yes. legit. You just find a guy
0: yeah. and be like, hey. Uh, you got two seconds? How do you feel? They'd be like, girl. About <laughs> two seconds. We'd be like, you got eight minutes. So I got some things. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the only one. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. The Only One is self produced. Music and editing were by G Soul, the producer. Cover art is by Savia. You can follow us on Instagram at The Only One. If you know or work with an organization that would be interested in sponsoring The Only One, please contact us at TheOnlyOnePodcast at gmail.com. Our website is TheOnlyOnePodcast.com. To support the sharing of these stories and others, can contribute to the cause at patreon.com slash the only one if you have a story to share about being the only one capture it using your voice recorder app and send it our way you yes you may be featured on a future episode